hearing the Frank Beckman Show, News Talk 760 WJR. Here's special guest host, Sean Belegian. Well, good morning to everybody. So glad you can join us here. NHL draft this past weekend down in Dallas, for what it's worth. A lot of the national media, both American and Canadian alike, giving the Detroit Red Wings high marks on their draft. Um, It's always a strange thing when a name is there, when it's your turn to pick at number six, that quite frankly, you didn't expect to be there. I'll ask Chris Draper, uh, special assistant to general manager Ken Holland, if, if, if the Red Wings felt that same way. But the Red Wings select uh, Philippe Zadina from the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, sixth overall. And as I stated, a lot of the mock drafts, a lot of the people that follow these things, they didn't necessarily expect him to be there at six. We'll ask Chris Draper if... He, Ken Holland, and the Red Wings brain trust, if they expected him to be there. Kind enough to join us right now, special assistant to the general manager, former Red Wing as well, Chris Draper. First of all, Chris, always a pleasure to chat with you. Thanks for joining us here on 760 WJR. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and uh, obviously thank you. Uh, thanks for the opportunity today. It's, uh, it's a good day to... Good day to talk Red Wing hockey for sure. You know, after, Chris, uh, after after the weekend that we had, it's amazing. I mean, you're getting just great marks from everybody. We know how that works out. Before we talk about this draft, though, you know, I have to take a walk down memory lane. What do you remember from June of 1989 when the Winnipeg Jets, Jets called the name of Chris Draper? <laughs> Um, yeah, first of all, I know exactly what a lot of, uh, these young hockey players went through. Um, you know, for me, it, it was interesting. Back then, I was actually considered an underage, and I, has to, I had to go in the first three rounds, and there was two picks left in the third round, Winnipeg Jets and the Calgary Flames. So, I'll be honest with you, when my name got called by the Winnipeg Jets with only two, two names to go, two picks to go, uh, I think I was more relieved than anything that uh, that, I, that I was able to get my name called and be drafted. But I had my mom and dad there, my sisters. Obviously, you know, you see, uh, you know, these young young hockey players and and with their families, and it's just, uh, you know, it's such a such an emotional day. I, I know, um, you know, for me, how how much my mom and dad, how much they sacrificed when I was a young hockey player, and. My sister's being dragged along to <laughs> the ranks all over uh, Toronto, all over Ontario for tournaments, and so you know it's just it's amazing when you see when they when they stand up and and are are able to give their their mom and dads and grandparents and brothers and sisters whatever it might be that are there uh, you know a hug it it actually is a, a, a huge family accomplishment. And I actually read a little article. Um, uh, played against uh, John Madden. His son was drafted, his son Tyler, and he was talking about, he goes, you know, my dad's not a very emotional guy, but when um, when when my name got called, he basically kind of leaned over and said, I'm proud of you and I love you. And I think just stuff mm. like that really hits home with uh, with a lot of us that, that go through that and are, are obviously, when you go through it as, as, a, as a player, as a young hockey player, that's something, but when you go through it as a dad, um, obviously it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty special to be able to share that moment with your son. And I think there were 16 former NHL, uh, 
sons that got drafted. So it was, uh, you know, pretty, pretty cool for, for that experience for, uh, for a father, son, and obviously the entire family. You know, Chris, it's so interesting because months and months of preparation, you know, those of us that follow junior hockey, look at all these mock drafts, and it seemed most people didn't think that the guy you eventually got, Philippe Zadina, would be there at six. I guess on your big board, were you guys perhaps a little bit surprised that he was there at six? Uh, we were, um, no doubt. Now, I think uh, probably going into Dallas, the week going into Dallas, you know, there was a lot of talk that Montreal was going to take a centerman. Um, you know, that you know, is that was that media-driven at the time? You know, we obviously we weren't quite sure. But for us, it was so important to have our list exactly how we wanted it, not assuming that, you know, the draft was going to play out the way it should. You know, we have to put our list together, really, you know, the play how we expect, the draft is going to play out and just, you know, rank our players. You know, we had our, our first round list right in front of us. And basically we had, uh, the for Friday night, you know, one through 31 on the players that we liked, how we had them ranked. And, you know, I'll tell you when, when all of a sudden, uh, I think everyone in the industry pretty well realized that the one, two was going to be, uh, Dolan and Sveshnikov. And then after that, Montreal was really going to set the tone of, of how the rest of the top 10 and even top 12 were going to go. And, you know, once they, you know, once they went with Kanyemi, um, you know, we kind of looked over and, uh, you know, kind of felt, you know, there, there might be a chance. Um, and obviously with, uh, with the way that Ottawa and Arizona went, you know, we were sitting right there and, and we were, we were thrilled to be able to get Philip Zadina at six. Um, we, you know, with where we had him ranked, there was actually some teams that, that I talked to that actually had him, uh, you know, a, a lot of those teams had them in, you know, top five, and we were able to get him in six. So, obviously, very, very thrilled for, for our organization, and, um, you know, I think uh, it was a, it was a big day for us to be able to get Philip there at, at six, and obviously, you know, to end the night at 30 with uh, with Joseph Bueno, two guys that... Uh, we feel are going to be a big part of our rebuild and a big part of our franchise going forward. Chris, can we talk to you one more segment? Is that okay with you? I'd love to get your thoughts on that. A couple other guys as well as as the Red Wing train rolls on. Can we get you one more segment after this? I am uh, driving down to LCH. You got me for about 20 minutes if you want to talk hockey. That sounds great to me. We'll put Chris on hold. We'll come back and we'll talk to Chris Draper. A little bit about the Red Wings draft and beyond. 760 WGR. Legion. Well, really cool, the assistant to the general manager, Ken Holland, Chris Draper, to join us here on 760 WJR to talk a little bit about the Red Wings 2018 draft. A draft that, Chris, let's be honest, uh, every team when they draft is going to come out afterwards and say, yeah, we did a great job. But uh, you guys really getting some love from uh, not only the American media, the, the Canadian media as well. A couple of guys that you were talking about, it's interesting, correct me if I'm wrong, but Zadino, uh, Valeno, and and Jared McIsaac, the, the the third pick, these were guys that you guys had graded as first rounders, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh yeah, and actually sorry, so Jonathan Bergeron was our first second round yes. pick and then Jared McIsaac was our, our second second round pick. So yeah, we felt uh we felt we did real well uh when you come when you start looking at I know Hawk and Anderson who's obviously had a huge huge impact on the Red Wing organization for 25 years. 
Uh, you know, really, really like Jonathan Bergeron, Swedish, uh, Swedish player, uh, very skilled, excellent skater, uh, very competitive. We saw him play uh, a lot of hockey in uh, representing his country in Sweden at the U18 events uh, in November, February here in uh, in Plymouth, and then uh, at the U18 World Championships over in uh, in Russia, where uh, he was fantastic for Sweden. So, um, you know, our, our night ended with uh, with Joseph Bellino at 30 uh and then uh you know what it was uh <laughs> uh it, it was it was actually it was it was exciting to go back to the hotel we had uh philip sedina and his family came and joseph valeno and his family came back to the hotel and you know we had uh you know a bite deed and you know just talking about them and uh you know it's pretty cool seeing those you know both those young hockey players you know still having their jersey on in their hat and their, their family all around and, and the excitement that, uh, that 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 they're having to be a part of such a great organization. You know, original six they had. You know, Mr. Valeno had you know so many questions about you know the Red Wing organization and obviously mm. wanted to talk about you know my years playing with with Detroit. So it was pretty cool um, you know to be able to uh, talk to them about that and the excitement level from the from both families uh, was very high. So it's, it's fun to see that and then. You know, basically, you know, you, you you head back to your room, you shut it down, and, and you're back at it. Right. Uh, you know, the draft started at 10 o'clock Dallas time. So, you know, and then we had, uh, you know, two picks right out of the gates and, and very excited with the players that we were able to add with both um, Bergeron and McIsaac. You know, it's interesting, Chris. I, I, I'm going to bring up a guy that uh, he's a local guy, but I, I've been fortunate enough to see him really at all three levels he's played in the last three years. But uh, you make Alex Regula from Bloomfield Hills uh, a Detroit Red Wing. Here's a guy that played for Cranbrook, then moved to Chicago uh, to play in the USHL, then played in the OHL. This is a guy, I mean, you're talking about three leagues, three seasons, and all he's done is progress in his game. It's a great story, especially when you consider, I think there are a lot of Red Wings that are perhaps familiar with his father's work as well. Yeah. Well, his, uh, his father, Chet, was, uh, was our team dentist, and I actually got to know him very well with, uh, after I broke my jaw in 1996. Probably got to know him a little better than I wanted to. I <laughs> uh, spent a lot of time in, uh, in his dentist chair. So, um, you know, it was, uh, I remember two years ago, I was in Chicago actually with my son's team, and I was going to go, I was going to wide scout a, a USHL game. And I saw the name Ragula, and I just kind of was was checking, you know, to to make sure. And and obviously, sure enough, it was uh, I was Alec, and um, you know, so we've uh, through our, our our U.S. scouts, we've we've had a lot of looks at him last year playing for the Chicago Steel, and then certainly playing, you know, for the great franchise down the road here in in London. And they just they just produce players, and um, you know, he really from from coming into the start of the season. Uh, he ended up playing on his offside, playing left defense with uh, Evan Bouchard, who went 10th overall to the Edmonton Oilers. So he uh, he got a lot of exposure, uh, and certainly his game uh, really improved. Big kid. His interview was outstanding at the Combine. You know, very uh, ton of energy. He was so pumped up to walk through the door into the Detroit Red Wing, obviously, in an interview room, and, and it was just great. He was talking about, you know, how he was a kid and growing up at Joe Louis Arena and the games that he went to and all that kind of stuff. So, Obviously, a pretty, uh, pretty unique story. But you know, in the end, that's great and all. But we drafted Alec Regula because we feel he just continues to improve. He continues to get better. Uh, he's a he's a big kid, right shot D man. Uh, we like his hockey sense, and 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 obviously, 
you like that projection of, of where he's going from where he was a couple years ago to Chicago with the year that he had with London and we expect that he's just going to continue to improve. Chris, I could sit here and talk to you for the rest of the day. This is this is outstanding. Uh, it, it, it's it's such a fun day on the hockey fan calendar. Uh, you know, the, the draft has turned into something special. There are no guarantees, but for the time being, uh, you guys loaded up on draft picks. You like who they had. Now we all have to play the waiting game and see if the talent comes to fruition. But for the time being... Appreciate the time and congratulations on what looks to be a pretty darn good draft. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I know the one thing you know. Ken, Ken Holland did a, a great job last year's trade deadline to acquire picks, and obviously this year's trade deadline to to acquire picks. And you know, the one thing Ken said is basically, "I got you a lot of picks. Now you guys do your thing." And <laughs> and obviously, when uh, when you come back, and you know, it's 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 obviously. You know, we believe in the players that we pick, but, uh, you know, it's, it's gratifying when you have people come in and, and compliment the, the draft that the Detroit Red Wings had. And we knew going into Friday night and, and, and into Saturday that this was probably going to be, you know, the most watched draft with everything that's going on with our organization, social media, mock drafts, all that kind of stuff that it was going to be. And we felt excited Friday night, and then that just carried into to Saturday. So we're excited with what we have. All the names that we just talked about, they're all heading to uh, Little Stir. They're coming into Detroit today, and our, we have our development camp that starts tomorrow down at Little Caesars Arena. So excited to bring everybody in. Good stuff. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Drapes. Uh, all the best to you. It'll be here before we know it, and I'm, I'm sure we'll catch up again soon. Yeah, anytime, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. All right, Chris Draper, kind enough to join us here on 760 WJR.